What's up? It's your girl here, Maya Sanita, and welcome to the Refine Nation Station. Hey, listen, my mission is to inspire others as they are refined in Christ. Stay tuned. Let's have a great time. Yeah. What's up, Refined Nationers? Welcome back to the Refined Nation Station, the podcast. So we are on the final day of the Make Moves Challenge. And as you know, we've been reading the book of Daniel. So first, I just want to tell you guys like the Refined Nationers who in some way have been fasting and praying for your 2023 year and your destiny pertaining to what God has in store for you and believing that God has given you a breakthrough and delivered and provided for you during this time of your fasting and consecrating yourself as you continue to walk in faith and salvation in Jesus Christ, I believe believe that he is going to do the exceedingly in your life. So I want to be the first one to welcome you to your next level. Yes, you are now entering your next level. And I'm so excited for you. I mean, it has been a long time coming, but I know that God is doing the impossible in your life. And because you've taken time to fast and because you've taken time to pray and because you've taken time to read his word, I believe that he will honor you and that you have now entered into your next level. All things have now become new. Oh, wow. I'm so excited for you. I pray that in this season of your life, that the Lord blesses you indeed and enlarges your territory, that you will not only see that which has already transpired in the spiritual realm, but that you will see it happen in your physical and everyday walk in a tangible way. I declare it to be so over your life. So I'm excited for you. Now, let's go ahead and get into these final scripture readings of the book of Daniel. Today, we are reading chapters 10 through 12. So as a reminder, we are reading the New Living Translation and only because it's just a little easier for everybody to follow as we get into the finale of the Make Move series, Daniel chapter 10 through 12. Let's go. Daniel chapter 10, Daniel's vision of a messenger. In the third year of the reign of King Cyrus of Persia, Daniel, also known as Belteshazzar, had another vision. He understood that the vision concerned events pertaining to happening in the future, times of war and great hardship. When these visions came to me, I, Daniel, had been in mourning for three whole weeks. All that time, I had no rich food, no meat or wine crossed my lips, and I used no fragrant lotions until those three weeks have passed. Hey, listen, pause. I know that this is an early pause, but I just wanted to say this was really funny to me because a lot of people always focus on a Daniel fast when they decide to fast. But I just want to challenge you guys next time. Maybe don't use any fragrant lotions because maybe you did it this time. But according to Daniel chapter 10, verse number three, use no fragrant lotions. All right, let's go. On April 23rd, as I was standing on the bank of the great Tidris River, I looked up and saw a man dressed in linen clothing, a belt of pure gold around his waist. His body looked like a precious gem. His face flashed like lightning and his eyes flamed like torches. His arms and feet shone like polished bronze and his voice roared like a vast multitude of people. 
Only I, Daniel, saw this vision. The men with me saw nothing, but they were suddenly terrified and ran away to hide. So I was left there all alone to see this amazing vision. My strength left me, my face grew deathly pale, and I felt very weak. Then I heard the man speak, and when I heard the sound of his voice, I fainted and lay there with my face to the ground. Wait! But before we conclude this book of Daniel, go ahead and follow the podcast. Be sure to share it with a friend or two. Also, be sure to rate the podcast as we want to reach as many people as possible in sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hey, thanks in advance. All right, let's go ahead and get started. Just then, a hand touched me and lifted me, still trembling to my hands and knees. And the man said to me, Daniel, you are very precious to God. So listen carefully to what I have to say to you. Stand up, for I have been sent to you. When he said this to me, I stood up, trembling. Then he said, don't be afraid, Daniel. Since the first day you began to pray for understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your request has been heard in heaven. I have come in answer to your prayer, but for 21 days, the spirit prince of the kingdom of Persia blocked my way. Then Michael, one of the archangels came to help me and I left him there with the spirit prince of the kingdom of Persia. Now I am here to explain what will happen to your people in the future for this vision concerns a time yet to come. While he was speaking to me, I looked down at the ground, unable to say a word. Then the one who who looked like a man touched my lips and I opened my mouth and began to speak. I said to the one standing in front of me, I am filled with anguish because of the vision I have seen, my Lord, and I am very weak. How can someone like me, your servant, talk to you, my Lord? My strength is gone and I can hardly breathe. Then the one who looked like a man touched me again and I felt my strength returning. Don't be afraid, he said, for you are very precious to God. Peace, be encouraged be strong. As he spoke these words to me, I suddenly felt stronger and said to him, please speak to me, my Lord, for you have strengthened me. He replied, do you know why I have come? Soon I must return to fight against the spirit prince of the kingdom of Persia. And after that, the spirit prince of the kingdom of Greece will come. Meanwhile, I tell you what is written in the book of truth. No one helps me against these spirits, princes, except Michael, your spirit spirit print. Man, that's a lot of princes, right? All right, let's keep going. Daniel chapter 11. I have been standing beside Michael to support and strengthen him since the first year of the reign of Darius the Mede, kings of the south and north. Verse number two. Now then, I will reveal the truth to you. Three more Persian kings will reign to be succeeded by a fourth, far richer than the others. He will use his wealth to stir up everyone to fight against the kingdom of Greece. Then a mighty king will rise to power who will rule with great authority and accomplish everything he sets out to do. But at the height of his power, his kingdom will be broken apart and divided into four parts. It will not be ruled by the king's descendants, nor will the kingdom hold the authority it once had, for his empire will be uprooted and given to others. The king of the south will increase in power, but one of his own officials will become more powerful than he and rule with his kingdom with great strength. Some years later, an alliance will be 
formed between the king of the north and the king of the south. The daughter of the king of the south will be given in marriage to the king of the north to secure the alliance, but she will lose her influence over him. And so will her father. She will be abandoned along with her supporters. But when one of her relatives becomes king of the south, he will raise an army and enter the fortress of the king of the north and defeat him. When he returns to Egypt, he will carry back their idols with him, along with priceless articles of gold and silver. For some years afterwards, he will leave the king of the north alone. Later, the king of the north will invade the realm of the king of the south, but will soon return to his own land. However, the sons of the king of the north will assemble a mighty army that will advance like a flood and carry the battle as far as the enemy's fortress. Then, in a rage, the king of the south will rally against the vast forces assembled by the king of the north and will defeat them. After the enemy army is swept away, the king of the south will be filled with pride and will execute many thousands of his enemies, but his success will be short-lived. A few years later, the king of the north will return with a fully equipped army, far greater than before. At that time, there will be a general uprising against the king of the south. Violent men among your own people will join them in fulfillment of this vision, but they will not succeed. Verse number 15. Then the king of the north will come and lay siege to a fortified city and capture it. The best troops of the south will not be able to stand the face of the onslaught. The king of the north will march onward unopposed. None will be able to stop him. He will pause in the glorious land of Israel, intent on destroying it. He will make plans to come with the might of his entire kingdom and will form an alliance with the king of the south. He will give him a daughter in marriage in order to overthrow the kingdom from within, but his plan will fail. After this, he will turn his attention to the coastland and conquer many cities, but a commander from another land will put an end to his insolence and cause him to retreat in shame, but he will take refuge in his own fortress, but will stumble and fall and be seen no more. His successor will be sent out a tax collector to maintain the royal splendor, but after a brief reign, he will die, though not from anger or in battle. The next to come to power will be a despicable man who is not in line for royal succession. He will slip in when least expected and take over the kingdom by flattery and intrigue. Before him, great armies will be swept away, including a covenant prince. With deceitful promises, he will make various alliances. He will become the strong, despite having only a handful of followers. Without warning, he will enter the richest area of the land. Then he will distribute among his followers the plunder and wealth of the rich, something his predecessors had never done. He will plot an overthrow of strongholds, but this will last for only a short while. Then he will stir up his courage and raise a great army against the king of the south. The king of the south will go to battle with a mighty army, but to no avail, for there will be plots against him. His own household will cause his downfall. His army will be swept away, and many will be killed, seeking nothing but each other's harm. This king's plot will plot against each other at the conference table, attempting to deceive each other, but it will make no difference, for the end will come at the appointed time. The king of the north will then return home with great riches. On the way, he will set himself against the people of the holy covenant, doing much damage before continuing his journey. Then at the appointed time, he will once again invade the south, but this time the result will be different for warships from west 
western coastlands will scare him off and he will withdraw and return home but he will vent his anger against people of the holy covenant and reward those who forsake the covenant oh man his army will take over the temple's fortress pollute the sanctuary put a stop to the daily sacrifices and set up the sacrilegious object that causes desecration he will flatter and win over those who have violated the covenant but the people who know their god will be strong and will resist him wise leaders will give instruction to many but these teachers will die by fire and sword or they will be jailed and robbed during these persecutions little help will arrive and many who join them will not be sincere and some of the wise will fall victim to persecution in this way they will be refined and cleansed (laughs) refined and cleansed and made pure until the time of the end for the appointed time is still to come verse number 36 the kings will do as he pleases exalting himself and claiming to be greater than every god even blaspheming the god of gods he will succeed but only until the time of wrath is completed for what has been determined will surely take place he will have no respect for the gods of his ancestors or for the god loved by women or for any other god for he will boast that he is greater than them all instead of these he will worship the god of fortresses a god his ancestors never knew and lavish on him gold and silver and precious stones and expensive gifts claiming his foreign god's help he will attack the strongest fortresses he will honor those who submit to him appointing them to positions of authority and dividing the land among them as their reward then at the time of the end the king of the south will attack the king of the north the king of the north will storm out with chariots and charioteers in a vast navy he will invade various lands and sweep through them like a flood he will enter the glorious land of israel and many nations will fall but moab eden and the best part of ammon will escape he will conquer many countries and even egypt will not escape he will gain control over the gold and silver and treasures of egypt and the libyans and ethiopians will be his servants but then news from the east and the north will alarm him and he will set out a great anger to destroy and obliterate many he will stop between the glorious holy mountain and the sea and will pitch his royal tents but while he is there his time will suddenly run out and no one will help him man all right let's just keep going here daniel chapter 12 welcome to the finale chapter if you still with me refine nationers listening in getting your scripture reading in for the day go ahead and pat yourself on the back go ahead and give yourself uh you did it or something i mean we are finishing strong here we go Daniel chapter 12 the time of the end let's go at the time Michael the archangel who stands guard over your nation will arise then there will be a time of anguish greater than any since nations first came into existence but at that time every one of your people whose name is written in the book will be rescued many of those whose bodies lie dead and buried will rise up some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting disgrace those who are wise will shine as bright as the sky and those who lead many to righteousness will shine like the stars forever but you daniel keep this prophecy a secret seal it up in the book until the time of the end when many will rush here and there and knowledge will increase wow pause i just want to say real quick i know i haven't done a pause but like listen pause i just want to say this actually is pretty cool i love this this line here in verse number four that says but you daniel keep this prophecy a secret seal the book until the time of the 
in where many will rush here and there and knowledge will increase. This knowledge in, will increase in my beliefs is talking about when many people will begin knowing about who Jesus is. It talks about in the Bible that Jesus will not come back until all know. So there's going to be a time when all know about Jesus. And once they know about Jesus, the secret will be revealed for sure, right? I think this is a pretty cool prophecy as this is talking about the end of times. So just keep that in mind. We're at verse number five though. Let's go. Then I, Daniel, looked and saw two others standing on opposite banks of the river. One of them asked the man dressed in linen, who was now standing above the river? How long will it be until these shocking events are over? And the man dressed in linen, who was standing above the river, raised both his hands towards heaven and took a solemn oath by the one who lives forever, saying, it will go on for a time, times, and half a time. Then, when the shattering of the holy people has finally come to an end, all these things will have happened. I heard what he said, but I didn't understand what he meant. So I asked, how will all this finally end, my Lord? But he said, go now, Daniel, for what I have said is kept secret and sealed until the time of the end. Many will be purified, cleansed, and refined by these trials, but the wicked will continue their wickedness and none of them will understand. Only those who are wise will know what it means. Paul, it's so important that we continue to ask God for his wisdom, that we will continue to be aligned with him. Verse number 11, from the time the daily sacrifice is stopped and the sacrilegious object that causes desecration is set up to be worshiped, there will be 1,290 days and blessed are those who wait and remain until the end of the 1,335 days. As you go, go your way until the end. You will rest and then at the end of days, you will rise again to receive the inheritance set aside for you. Hey, as they say, may the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his holy word. Amen and amen. Hey, listen, Refine Nationers, we've gone ahead and read the whole book of Daniel. If you missed some of them, you can always go back and listen to the other podcast. It'll be there for you to listen to. And and I pray that as you've listened to it, that God reveals his word to you and that it becomes something that is hidden in your heart and that you can use it in your everyday walk with the Holy Spirit. And I declare it to be so. Okay, so let's pray. Father, I thank you for the Refine Nationers. Thank you, God, that what you're doing in this season of their life will blow their minds as they have taken time to fast, as they have taken time to pray to you, Lord God. I thank you, God, that you are opening their eyes of understanding, that they will have more of an understanding of who you are because they have taken time, Lord God, to pray, to read your word, to fast, Lord God, to seek after you, to consecrate their lives to you. I pray, Lord God, that this will be a season that they've never even seen. May it be a a restoration for those that need restoration. May it be breakthrough for those that need breakthrough. May it be prosperity for those that need prosperity. I thank you, God, for what you're doing. Let it be so in and through their lives that they will have a testimony of the goodness of Jesus Christ. And I pray it to be so in Jesus name. Amen and amen. Hey, if you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to like, subscribe or follow for more upcoming content. You can find Refine Nation Station on any podcast platform where you listen to your audio podcast. Also, if you haven't given your life to Jesus Christ, now is always a good time. Romans 10 and 9 says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And as always, Jesus loves you. And guess what? I do too. Be blessed.